Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're in chapter 9 of 1 Corinthians today. Beginning in verse 1 we read, Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Haven't I seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Aren't you my work in the Lord? If to others I am not an apostle, yet at least I am to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. Paul is beginning chapter 9 by effectively establishing his right to say the things he has already said and the things he will be saying yet in this chapter. His claim is that despite the eclectic journey that he took to get there, he was indeed an apostle just as surely as those who walked with Christ in the Gospels. He also presents some criteria for being an apostle. First of all, number one, that person must have seen Jesus. Now that narrows it down in our day and age, huh? Number two, there will be an eventual and sure fruit from an apostle's ministry. Such as, in fact, the seal or the confirmation of any man's ministry. If we are called to the ministry, there will be quantifiable, measurable bounty from that ministry. And it won't be just fruit, but fruit that remains according to John 15, 16. Paul confirms he is indeed an apostle and that those in Corinth are the fruit that remains, the confirmation of his calling. Now, many of us have the belief that we are serving Christ, but when we actually step back and take a look, well, there's nothing truly there. We have nothing that remains through the fires of testing. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 13 says, Each man's work will be revealed for the day will declare it, because it is revealed in fire, and the fire itself will test what sort of work each man's work is. Now, Paul was exercising his authority as the senior pastor of that fellowship. He had, after all, birthed, fed, and nurtured the people who made up that fellowship. So he clearly felt that this gave him, well, a rather parental right if you will, to speak in a corrective manner towards these saints. Now certainly many will argue that position and will try to deny a pastor's right to do this. But Paul was not going to acquiesce to such thinking. However, he was going to do his job even if he was not received. Verse 3 of our text says, My defense to those who examine me is this. Have we no right to eat and to drink? Have we no right to take along a wife who is a believer, even as the rest of the apostles and the brothers of the Lord and Cephas? So Paul, he, he's continuing on that same subject matter of grace and rules. He was not relinquishing his grace over this issue, but he was also not done discussing how grace should actually be exercised within the body of Christ. So he begins here by exerting his freedom as a child of God, saying, Do we not have the right? Now, on a side note, verse 5 is a rather damaging text to the doctrine of Catholicism. 
After all, these apostles clearly were married. He also mentions Jesus' brothers, which therefore rejects the idea of the perpetual virginity of Mary. He goes on to mention that Peter was married, dispelling the Catholic idea of demanding an unmarried state of such a person in that position as Peter was, effectively, their first pope. Verse 6 says, Or have we only Barnabas and I no right to not work? What soldier ever serves at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and doesn't eat of its fruit? Or who feeds a flock and doesn't drink from the flock's milk? And do I speak these things according to the ways of men? Or does the law also say the same thing? That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.